All right. This is a, this is a Jose Ruckus Sports Podcast. Um, what episode are we on? This is this is episode number two. Uh, I think it's going nice. to be the first one that goes out on podcast services because um, oh wow, I I just straight up forgot to record the last episode and I didn't feel like ripping the Twitch pod. So oh damn, it still went out live. People saw it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's episode two of a Jose Ruga Sports Podcast with uh, we got our guest Jim Tasty today. Jim Tasty, Brett Jamerson. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. I'm doing good. Uh, I'm honored to be on this podcast. Uh, yeah, I like hanging out with you. I like sports. So it's a course, a win, win, win scenario. So, I mean, I mean, the biggest thing going on right now is NBA playoffs. Are you watching a lot of NBA playoffs? Because I know, like, you're, I consider you, like, one of my NBA guys. Like, mm-hmm. But, like, how much, how much, like, basketball do you actually watch? Because you're a big Pacers fan, but are you watching the whole league or just the Pacers? Uh, like during the regular season, it's primarily just the Pacers. But uh, this year for me has been a little bit different where the Pacers just sucked the whole <laughs> season through. So I was like, okay, like they're not, you know, they're not even pretending to go anywhere. So uh, I, I've been watching a lot of playoffs and uh, it's actually been kind of freeing, man. Like yeah. not having any stakes, dude. Like <laughs> it's sweet, man. It's kind of fun. Like, yeah. What's which series have you been enjoying the most so far? Um oh man. Uh it, it's fun. I so I don't know how you feel about this, but cuz you know, sometimes when a team is so dominant, uh it can get boring, but it's it's fun to see the Warriors kind of do yeah. their thing again. I'm 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 happy the Warriors are back, dude. Like Yeah. Um it, it's fun to see Clay come back. It's fun to see Steph obviously still able to do what he does at the highest level. Uh, it's fun to see Jordan Poole kind of slowly ascend. And, and yeah, I really make... like Jordan Poole, man. He's great that he's finding like a spot on the Warriors right now. It's awesome. Yeah, anytime you know somebody goes through like the entire system from the G League all the way up, like yeah, you just can't help but root for that kind of. And guy. like uh, they have uh, Gary Payton Jr. too, right? Like he was like yeah, guy, G yeah, League yeah. guy who bounced around and stuff, and they came in the Warriors, and he's he's actually playing like really really well. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It, like honestly, this, these entire playoffs have been fun. Like, um, normally, like there's one or two matches where I'm like, oh, like I, I can't find anything interesting. But like, like even like seeing the Pelicans kind of you know do their thing and and you know at least they won you know one game who who knows what how that's going to go even without Devin Booker but yeah uh you know that's kind of my anti-Lakers bias coming through seeing them <laughs> succeed a little bit it, it is really fun that like the Lakers missed the playoffs this year and that Pelicans team that is basically just the old Lakers team is like really performing well right now that is pretty fun to watch yeah um, yeah, like with especially with the like them being kind of a smallish market, like you never like being a Pacers fan, like you obviously it's still like not set in stone, but like with, with the whole Zion situation, I I would hate for him to just dip like super early with what they're potentially building here. Yeah, um, uh, it really man, sucks that he's not out there for them because they're playing really well, and you just had to imagine like what that team would be like if they actually had Zion out there, right? Yeah, it, it, man, that yeah, this is going on a little tangent, but like, they're they're so afraid of holding him accountable with like his health and diet yeah. and stuff that like he's just kind of able to do whatever he wants. Like he just came to the league like a few years ago, 
it's kind of nuts, but that's a whole other different discussion. Yeah, it, it's like um, those late Laker years of Shaq, right? Where they're, yeah, like, he just doesn't give a shit, and he's like getting super unhealthy mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it's nuts, man. It's nuts. But um, it's 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 like I remember like after the first game of all these series, a lot of people were expecting just sweeps straight through. And yeah. like these, the first round's actually been like super competitive. The Pelicans are playing really well. They have a chance to actually beat the Suns. It seems like if mm-hmm. Devin Booker's not able to get back, um, the the Raptors are putting up a fight, but like they're probably going to end up getting swept by the 76ers, Unfortunately, maybe like a gentleman's sweep. Mm-hmm. Um, Brooklyn is like Brooklyn's getting beat, dude. Bad. It's shocking, like. Only in the sense of like, obviously the Celtics and what they did this season with their turnaround is like super impressive. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the, just them seeing like coming back from adversity, like that's obviously incredible. And they're the number two seed for the, for a reason. Um, it was, I, I, with the, the whole net, like the nets were just so uncertain this whole year. Like you knew, KD at his best is like the number one or number two player in the league. You yeah. know what Kyrie can do in clutch moments, despite all the you know theatrics outside. Yeah, of Yeah, barely playing at all this year, all that stuff with Kyrie. Yeah, and stuff. like so you you know it's like you know oh they're coming into the seven seed, but they could be the best team in the entire play. Like you know you just didn't know. Yeah, and um, obviously you know it's not like they're getting dominated, but like they're like. I well, specifically, like Kevin Durant is getting dominated right now. Yeah, like, when he's getting guarded by Jason Tatum, like Jason Tatum's blocked his jump shot twice so far. <laughs> like that's something you never see happen to Kevin Durant yeah. is get like shot blocked. Like, like Kevin Durant's played really, really bad. Kyrie like played really well that first game. Like just wasn't able to close it out at the end there. Mm-hmm. Their defense has been really bad. They're just giving up buckets to the Celtics. Um, there's a it, lot of it's... talk right now that Simmons is gonna. Simmons is gonna make his debut. Like the the reports that I I was reading like today and, and a little bit yesterday was like uh, some of the stuff about how like Nash doesn't have as much control over the offense as as he think or like as people thought. With like obviously when you have players like KD and Kyrie, you want their input into what yeah because they know what they do well. They obviously just have played a ton of high level basketball obviously across their career. But like when those reports start leaking out and then, and then the, yeah. And then like their big gun coming in is Ben Simmons who hasn't played in two years who like <laughs> might hate basketball. Like, like, like and a week if, ago he couldn't, he couldn't even sprint or something. And now he's like about to play in a playoff game. Like that's his first. Appearance. Yeah. Like, it'll come down to what, like, what kind of shape he's in. Right. But like, because, I mean, all, all the talk Ben Simmons is always about, like, his shooting, the problems he has on offense and stuff, that he doesn't like to shoot and stuff. But, like, people don't talk enough about that. That guy's, like, arguably the best defender in the league when he's on. Oh, him. yeah. Yeah, there were arguments he should have won uh, Defensive Player of the Year last year. Like, yeah, he, he, I mean, he, I, mean uh, with I think he smart. probably should have. Uh, last year it ended up being, um, what, the guy on the uh, the Nuggets, right, who won Depoy? Um, um you, you talking about Jokic? No, not Jokic. Uh who's their who's their third player? Uh what the hell's his name? Oh, uh for 2021 it says Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Um is is he, he he's on the Nuggets, right? 
No, he's on the Jazz. Jazz, okay, Jazz. I get them confused. Yeah. I get those small market teams confused a lot. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert, though, he's like really good, but like in the playoffs and stuff, he gets like game planned out of the game. Like he's totally because he's like he's he's a paint defender. Like when you drag him out to the perimeter, he can't do shit. Ben Simmons can guard one through five. Like he's amazing defensively. Yeah. Um, can't fucking shoot to save his life though. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, I. You know, you you wish you wish the best for him, but um, I would love for him to go out there and just like absolutely dominate the Celtics. Oh yeah, because yeah, like obviously he his defensive skills are elite, and like his offensive game, and you know this isn't anything new, but his offensive game, like the things he did well, he could do very well. It's just that he couldn't shoot worth <laughs> worth a. He, lick. he so drives to was, the paint better than almost anybody. Yeah, great passer. Like, yeah, he just can't shoot, and yeah. so he's able to get game planned against pretty easily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I you know I would love for him to to dominate. I just wonder. Uh, if they said if he comes back game four, like if they're staring out a O three hole elimination like, game, you're you're bringing in Ben Simmons, load it up, baby. That's like, <laughs> like that's like yeah, just just based off of last year when how he kind of wilted in the in the playoffs and then you know the coach and uh, you know the city kind of turned against him yeah um uh not much the coach but yeah like well doc Doc did say some stuff about like how he wasn't sure if they were going to bring ben simmons back and stuff and then you know then they wouldn't they they just refused to trade him Mm -hmm. um i mean eventually they did get james harden for it so i guess that worked out for them but uh yeah, uh, that series is going to be interesting, especially like going forward. Because, like, I mean, at the very least, you're seeing the weaknesses now, and now it's mm-hmm. like, can that team actually make it to the finals if they're not, you know? But uh, yeah, yeah, like, uh, was it? Uh, I don't even think it was a playoffs. It must have been like one of the closing regular season games. It was one of those games where Kyrie and KD, and then I think I don't know why the NBA always does this. But uh, like they have to include like a third player whenever like some. Oh yeah, because it's the big three era still holding up, right? You have to have three guys. Yeah, it was like KD and uh, Kyrie went off, and then I think Drummond actually had a pretty good offensive game, and, and they had all combined for like eighty five. The three of them, um, I can't remember how much Drummond had specifically, but. Um, yeah, it was like you know if they play like that, you know they you know they can go far. And I was like, well, yeah, but <laughs> they have to play like it's it, it's it they have to play of, that all the time. It, it, yeah, it reminds me of like the 2016 Cavs in the finals when LeBron and Kyrie were scoring like 40 a game each, and like <laughs> they were just like not missing a single shot. Like <laughs> like it's tough to do that. Yeah, especially when you have no help from the rest of your squad and. uh yeah, it's like Seth yeah. Curry's like super hit or miss about whether or not he's going to be a good player that night. Drummond's the same way. Like mm-hmm. it's literally just those two guys who have to carry everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that's going to be an interesting one to watch. We talked about the Warriors one a little bit, um, mm-hmm. dude. I just feel so bad for Jokic, dude. Like, man, he is such a talented player, and and they they've got a nice squad. I I think with with the Nuggets. It's just like, man, you you have to have a really good team, but you have to have like you just have to have a lot of things line up for you 
to sometimes go the go the distance. I yeah. mean, so, you know, the last couple of years they've had really good squads, and then they've been injured or they've had tough matchups or whatever. And um, yeah, like as a Pacers fan, I just remember like the 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 squads from like I think literally what almost ten years ago now when they almost went to the finals and like had a really great squad. They just you know, went up against LeBron and they yeah. eat. And so uh, sometimes there's just roadblocks in your way and, you know, you have to just be insanely, insanely great to overcome them. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes you're good, but you're not great. And that, that can, that can kill you sometimes. What can... sucks is that like Jokic is always great. Like, Oh yeah. You almost never see a bad, but like if Jamal Murray's like constantly in and out, like almost never mm-hmm. and their third best players, like Michael Porter jr. Like, <laughs> like what are they Uh, supposed to do man like they need to it's weird that like there's so many players moving around and nobody wants to go out and play with Jokic. yeah that's uh, yeah yeah because they they went in on aaron gordon and um i mean that that hasn't really moved the needle um but it's just um a little bit of like a um what's the word I'm looking for here? Like kind of speaking to the, to like the reality of the NBA where like um, so much player movement is like based on those players, like relationships with each other. Yeah. So I wonder if it's just something like Jokic just isn't close with a lot of the other elite players. Yeah. And so like there's, there's always been that. It's like sort of like the European players, like sort of have yeah. trouble, like being, uh, I mean, Dude, what if Jokic goes to the Mavericks? <laughs> That's that would be that would be nice because yeah, the Mavs like uh, obviously without Luca, props to winning game two like that. Yeah, that was huge. Will Brunson I think went for like forty five or something insane. <laughs> like uh, I, you love when 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 you see those kind of stories, but um, yeah, the Mavericks are the same situation where Luca is just elite and. He has some good pieces around him, but it's just not enough to like contend for a title, like to be that dominant team in the regular season and through the playoffs. And, you know, you wonder if it's just going to go down the road and he's going to want to leave or yeah. Jokic wants to leave. Like it just, you know, the thing thing about it is I wouldn't be surprised if neither of those guys ends up leaving and they just stay in those cities forever and never win anything. It yeah, feels, I don't know. It feels like it feels like with the European players that happens a lot. Like, I mean, I mean, obviously Dirk ended up winning like one ring, right? But like mm-hmm. Dirk stayed at the Mavericks forever, even though like they they got rid of Steve Nash and like never. I mean, I guess they they ended up getting like late era Jason Kidd and stuff to like bring in support around him, but they never like got him another star after Nash left. And then yeah. same thing with Steve Nash and the Suns. Like he just kept carrying the offense on his back year after year and not doing anything. I, I... <laughs> yeah. Like with the Ma- with, with, the, with those Mavs teams, I mean, literally in that playoff run, Dirk played like perfect. Like, I don't know if you remember like his free throws, he missed like two of the entire Jeez. playoff run or something insane. Like he played as good as it gets. And all of those, all of his role players played to their peaks and LeBron, like choked massively in the finals. Yeah. Like the eight like point game and whatever, not like, posting up JJ Barea. Yeah. Like 
so the, all of that again i kind of go off earlier all that had to go specifically right for them to to yeah. win and um I can't remember the specifics, but I, I think I've read reports over the years of like, if they didn't win that title, he would have left like in 2012 or 2013 or, you know, he oh, would yeah. have left a few years after, which I mean, you know, you never know, I guess with, with these kind of things, but that doesn't shock me. Uh, but yeah. But to, to go back to Luca and Jokic, I, it just comes down to um, like perspective. Like, do they want, I, I, I feel like with today's, with the, with the today's NBA, like, they make so much money anyways from the contract, let alone endorsements that the 20 extra million a year that gets cut into like 10 or whatever with taxes and everything like that doesn't really move the needle for them to stay. If they can just join a, another team that instantly well, it's, it's the them. max contract thing, right? You're going to get a max contract no matter where you go. It's the, yeah. the price point is the, the same basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I could I could see them say I love when a player stays. Obviously, like Reggie Miller was in Indiana his whole career. Dirk was in Dallas his whole career. Like when players make that kind of commitment to the to a city, like you know, with you know, win, lose, or draw, like they're treated as like legends. Yeah, for the rest of their lives there. So yeah, I don't know, man. We are we are getting into an era of like small market NBA teams where like. It seems like every team has a star. When you start getting into like, um, you know, John ja Morant mm-hmm. and uh, the um, the youngest ball brother on Charlotte, like he's yeah, Lamelo, Lamelo, yeah, he's mm-hmm. oh my god, that guy's passing ability is insane. <laughs> I Lamelo is amazing. I, I I just remember seeing this Reddit thread like a week ago when they like didn't win the player the playing game and how like. The last like five seasons, they've been like the ninth and tenth seed like every year, like with like dramatically different winning results. Like, uh, was it like three or four years ago? They had like like forty five and some change wins. Like, they were really you know like in most cases forty five wins gets you. I mean, sometimes a four or five seed, yeah, if not making the playoffs, and they like just missed it via the play in game or or yeah, it was like just insanely bad luck like because they built they built a, a decent squad squad there um it, yeah it, yeah with with gordon hayward man you know him constantly being injured that yeah that sucks is that man that, that utah year when he kind of broke like broke out that was so fun uh especially because like he's an indiana guy so oh yeah uh i was kind of slightly slightly rooting for him when he when he broke out uh on the jazz and you know small market team as well so there's so many like factors he and then succeed and then he left and he had that horrible ankle injury yeah but he's with the celtics that was like the first game of the season right yeah it was and it was just, his first game oh, like man one of the, like the nastiest injuries you ever saw like live on nba tv that yeah that it felt very paul george-esque a little bit yeah Obviously, certain different um scenarios and how it happened but man that was that was, that was brutal like when the cameras cut away and like I remember that night, like being at work, and my friend, uh, the guy I worked with, was a big Celtics fan. He just like came. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Oh my god, you have to see this! This is oh my god!" Like, yeah, yeah, that was nuts, dude. Ah, uh, yeah, this yeah, the Celtics—they were, they're, they're, it's incredible, man. Like, with what Danny Ainge and, and now Brad Stevens has done, like, despite losing Isaiah Thomas, or they traded him away, but like 
because for Ky- like yeah i guess with that Kyrie and gordon hayward and they're still able to dude when Kyrie was there that team was better when Kyrie was gone than when he was playing yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's all another topic but yeah like yeah it you know credit to their ability to to draft and they built a and really they, good team there almost entirely through the draft yeah because yeah because obviously tatum and brown got drafted there I, i'm pretty sure marcus smart got drafted by them yeah uh, time lord got drafted by them time um, lord boy he's not playing but like yeah he got drafted by them like a lot of their key contributors are Time Lord, he's is he with the Heat now? Is he still with the Celtics? He's with the Celtics. Remember still... he had the, the that big injury like a week before the playoffs. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. Um because he was so great for them and like they don't have a lot of uh big depth. Um although um uh, uh, Al Horford's been pretty nice, man. Yeah, I was gonna like Al Horford's like the only guy that they've like like veteran they brought in is Al Horford. Yeah, and and like oh man. I sports are just wild, dude. Like he like signed that huge deal with the Sixers, looked kind of washed, got traded <laughs> to the Thunder. They pay like again, NBA is like just like the money's so weird. The money's so weird, but like somebody said this I think on I don't know if they were, they obviously weren't the first person to write, but someone on the internet was like sports are like kind of like um yeah like reality tv or like soap opera stuff like and then he got paid on the thunder to not play dude yeah and and nobody said anything like (laughs) adam silver and league was like yeah you know whatever like do your thing and and then and so like obviously he just wasn't playing so you know maybe he was able to rehab and just get into a better game shape without actually you know logging those minutes in and then he gets traded to the celtics and he's actually making some meaningful contributions in in playoff games. I I just didn't see that coming, and um, so so that's fun because he's uh he's been in the league a long time. Yeah, he has. He's been around for like ever. Yeah. Um, do you have a pick? Like, who you think's going going to be in the finals? In the finals. Um. So with all of the injury information that I have now um i gotta go with the the warriors in the west and then um warriors are my pick too dude like if they're going like the way that they're playing right now it's like mm-hmm. who can beat them in seven games yeah yeah it's yeah it's like, like, like it's a conversation from four years ago it's yeah. like they're just so offensively dominant when they're clicking and they've got a really defense good defensive scheme that- and like they're like sneaky deep too yeah, like the guys dude, yeah. coming off the bench are like putting up good minutes. Yeah, the I ironically KD leaving and them sucking for a, a handful of years allowed them to do like a soft reboot of like recouping and and filling out that team with with new. Yeah, like cheap, that that last talent. year when they lost to the Raptors, that was when like they had lost because like, they had that deep bench for so long and like mm-hmm. guys like Harrison Barnes and Zaza and just like um, Iguodala. Yeah. Like they had, they they were so deep back then, and then like mm-hmm. what the the end of that KD era, they lost all those guys, and when people got hurt, there was like nobody to come in. Like the, those right. games against the Raptors were like crazy, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like they've sort of like rebuilt that team, and the uh, which the, like again, like 
for Steph Curry, who's like the best shooter of all time, and I don't know like where he would end up. Obviously, his career's not over, but like in terms of the all-time pantheon, like you know, he's what thirty-two right now. Yeah, thirty. Yeah. So like, and, and you know, everyone's you know prime and stuff is different, but like this team looks set to be this competitive for again nba is so crazy like i remember like the second easter conference playoffs with the pacers and i was like oh we'll see you next year and then like roy hipper just magically sucked and like <laughs> david west wanted that like you know you who knows like with with teams like sometimes they can just implode yeah. for a variety of reasons but they look set up to be this competitive for at least you know the rest of curry's prime if everything you know goes well yeah um, and like wiseman's still not like back yet right oh man i don't know if he's actually played um i could look that up real quick but yeah i'm trying to get uh, a, i'm trying to get a look on it right now with the east man the east is so much harder to predict because i could see in, in a world where the celtics make the finals the sixers make the finals um the he made the he, he made the finals obviously the Bucks, you know, you gotta pay respects to the yeah. defending champs. Like I think it's too early to call for the East. I would say you know, just based off the current like momentum that that all the teams are facing, I would probably pick the Celtics just because Celtics are know, really good right now. With the Nets being this like sleeping giant, depending on how deadly they could have been. Um, it's it's impressive to see the Celtics lock up Katie, as you said, and uh, and 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 make it look easier than than most people thought. Now, granted, like the Heat are the one seed for a reason. Jimmy Butler just went off for forty five. Like they've got a lot of depth. Um, like when when Oladipo is like your twelfth man, and like he had that one good game like a week yeah. ago or whatever, like. He could, I guess, go off <laughs> every every 12th game. Like, you know, when you have that kind of death, that's incredible. Embiid, I mean, I think he should win MVP and seeing seeing them just I would say handle, so too, yeah. seeing them just handle the Raptors. Cause there was some discussion before that playoff series. Like, man, the Raptors, like they they're they're sneaky. Oh, you know, um they're good. Thibel can't play in Toronto because of COVID protocols, yeah, stuff like that. Like, I don't know. It's like, oh man. I remember like seeing a lot of online discussion, like all these teams are trying to avoid the Raptors or something <laughs> because of that. Like, you know, I guess every team has a couple players with, with the COVID stuff. And, um, but, but to see them, yeah, they're literally up 3 0 right now. Like, I, I could have they're, seen them they're, they're doing the best job of just like wiping the floor with the team right now. Hey, well, yeah. the, them and I mean, obviously the, uh, the Heat, they have the, um, the Hawks without Capella. So it's like not even yeah. like, that series tells you nothing, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like seeing, yeah, seeing the Sixers handle their business th- in this way, like, yeah, man, I, I could see them do something special and like Harden's not even at the peak of his powers. Like if he can, he hasn't there, been playing particularly well. at like the yeah, end of the he, season he's more the like, of a, uh, like with, uh, when, with Kobe and his like kind of twilight, prime years yeah. in the nba and he was like remember the facilitator like <laughs> instead of scoring like 25 he's like i'm gonna get 12 assists this game. like yeah that's kind of what harden's doing right now he's just like dishing it up and, and still getting the whistle a little bit um uh and like with with mb like obviously it's it's the worst when it happens to your team but i just love seeing him trash talk 
like Nick Nurse and yeah. the Toronto fans. Like, oh my gosh, that's that's always just hilarious. I love right? Joel Embiid. Like him on Twitter, dude. He's like the funniest dude. dude in the yes, world. like <laughs> yeah. He he's just he's just an amazing dude. Like, and he yeah. Like again, like with you know when a, when a player buys into a city into like a culture like that, like unless you're playing in that against that team or that player in like a playoff series, like, I don't know how you couldn't root for that. that dude. Yeah. Um, uh, and so it's, it's, yeah, they, I, I, I kind of want them to come out too, uh, of the, of the East. I would, um, I would love, I've, I've liked that Philadelphia team the entire time, the whole process era and stuff. I really like them. So I would, oh, yeah. I would not hate if they want to, I'm, I'm probably going to be uh, picking the heat to go, to go through though. I yeah, mean, they've yeah. been the, they've been the best team all year, and mm-hmm. they've just like they're super deep. Like the guys they've got coming off the bench, Tyler Hero, um, uh, Max Struess, like all those guys. Uh, do you do you follow? Uh, do you like follow the Heat up? Trace Leches, you know that? Uh, no, but uh, they are they're starting somebody at their guard spot, their number two spot. Um, again, like credit to like their the the roster construction and their depth, like. They literally, I, I can't remember their name. I was, I was talking to my dad about this the other day. We were it? talking about uh, the Heat and like, like uh, Duncan Robinson. Is he going in at the? Because uh, I think uh, they're starting five, right? They get like Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Bam Adebayo, Max Struess. Max Struess, yeah, Struce. Max Struess, dude. He's starting games. I was like, Max Struess is, yeah, he's he's he, like he he came off the bench all year. Now he's starting to get some starting minutes, and they like rotate yeah. him out with Duncan, or basically yeah. they just find the hot hand there. Mm-hmm. and just like let them shoot all night dude max Struess is awesome yeah like and and i know people like to to meme on the heat with like the heat culture especially heat when culture stuff, baby heat culture especially when, when, like yeah when stuff goes wrong but i mean you know this is like uh what the third like good t- team iteration maybe even fourth depending on how nuanced you want to get with um um, I'm blanking on the the coach's name right now. Uh, he, Spolstra. You know, yeah, Spolstra. But he's been there for like almost 20 years at this point. Like he's amazing. Their administrative uh, staff is amazing. Like with Pat Riley, obviously. Yeah, building so, building that like that that Shaq Wade <laughs> era, and then the LeBron era, LeBron. obviously, and now this era where like they've made yeah. one finals appearance with Jimmy Butler. Maybe they'll get a second one. I yeah. can't see them beating the Warriors, to be honest with you. But I, I feel like this team might. I think this team matches matches up better than uh, the 2020 Heat did. They they are a better team right now than yeah. They like but, but uh, moving I, I from still, um, yeah. um, what was his name moving uh in like Kyle Lowry being the point mm-hmm. guard now is like such an improvement on the team. He's still, he's still massively contributing yeah, to he's the team. Great. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, so they have those three shooting guards, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, what is it? It's uh, Max Struess, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. Yeah. The three, the, the three white guys shooters, they call them Trace Leches, the three milks. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember being so pissed at Duncan Robinson in the bubble playoffs when, Dude, he uh, was going off so hard in the bubble. Dude, yeah, like because with the McMillan area Pacers, like they would be good in the regular season, and then in the playoffs they would just like I think we got swept like two or three times. Like it was <laughs> it was comical. But he, I remember like I think that was kind of his coming out party a little bit, and 
yeah, I was like, this dude looks like Lance Bass, and he's just busting like threes. <laughs> he's three, a funny like, guy, face, dude. Like multiple times. Like who is? This like guy? there is almost nobody in the NBA that you want to get like beat. Like nobody you want like to drop thirty on you in a night worse than Duncan Robinson because he looks like such a dork. He's just yeah, he's just one of those guys that you just look at him and and he starts he starts ticking you off or something. <laughs> That's how I am with Alex Caruso. Like yeah, I can't dude. stand Alex Caruso, dude. Because he <laughs> shout, he looks. Shout out to the Bulls, though. Like they, they the had Bulls. a lot of adversity this back half. Of the they season won. And, they won the other day, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. They they beat the Bucks and uh, which game one. You know, I don't want to get too like conspiracy, but they were kind of taking it to the Bucks, and then the Bucks got a lot of calls to get back in. Yeah. So, yeah. That's true. Um. But regards to that, yeah. But game like, game two, like I mean, Alex Caruso came out there and like won them that game too. Yeah, like dude, I the white like, shadow baby. Yeah, dude, like <laughs> like he's he's got so much hustle. Like there's uh, a little highlight reel from game two of like all the incredible defensive plays and stops that he made. Um, again, to, <laughs> I get you know tie back to the Lakers. Like, why did they let him go, man? Seriously, what? why did they let him what? go? There's like a money thing or something, but it's like oh, it, it, just... it was it was a money thing. They could have made it work, obviously, if they had made like you know certain cuts and trades. But they essentially picked. I mean, they they picked like, Westbrook over like all their Westbrook, good players. Westbrook over all their depth and Taylor Horton Tucker. Yeah. They kept him over Caruso as well. Obviously, I don't think the salaries match completely, but it, you know, it's you know a variety of factors. Again, I think the Taylor Horton Tucker thing was like a crush. He was such a thing. big part of that team that won the championship, dude. I, like that is just mind blowing with the Lakers. Like you win the title. Like I know some people are like, oh, it's a bubble top. I mean, it's a championship. You know, regardless, everyone played under the same conditions. It's hard to that that is not the official stance of the Jose Rocha Sports Podcast, but we'll let you say what you want to say, Jim Tasty. Fake, fake ring, fake ring. I totally, I totally totally see everybody's (laughs) side on that. Um, But uh, they, they, so you know, you know, they had a quote unquote championship caliber (laughs) squad. They run it back the next year. They're taking it to the Suns, who end up going to the finals. And they obviously don't go past the Suns because of uh, a variety of factors with AD getting hurt, all that. Yeah. And then the next year they're like, "We're blown it. We're you know we're essentially just completely reshifting our our talent pool." And it's like, you and it's, wa- it like, seemed like like what? universally everybody who wasn't a Lakers fan looked at that roster and was like, "You just made your team way worse." Like you yeah. didn't like it's one thing to be like the okay the Warriors are coming back the Suns are a great team right now we need to reload we need to boost this roster up and they just went like nah fuck it ship off all the good players and give us Russell Westbrook. There there was literally like uh, at the end of the se- regular season when they were just in complete meltdown mode uh, like all these like uh, screen grabs and, and little like uh, highlight videos of like the Lakers in the bubble when they played the Rockets in round two, like completely like just shifting off of Westbrook whenever he caught it on the perimeter. And I'm like, yeah, that's what everybody did. And then you trade for that guy. Like you, you like you, like Frank Vogel, you know, God rest his soul. (laughs) Like, again, that sucks that he got fired, but like, 
he he gets paid and he doesn't have to deal with that anymore. That's like that's a win win, man. Like I, the funniest part of that is like when he was getting fired and like they were talking like Russell Westbrook like saying like he had a problem with Frank Vogel like they didn't like each other and all that. <laughs> and then like uh like of course like Russell Westbrook thinks the problem the Lakers have is not enough Russell Westbrook. He's like he they just didn't let me be me, you know. They just wouldn't let me do my thing. It's like you're Russell Westbrook, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, like. It got, with like Vogel, obviously he was in Indiana and part of those uh, ECF teams, and so I obviously have a soft spot for him. But I, I just like, yeah, I don't know what they were. I can't believe like Plinka didn't get the thing seriously the too. He, he just, I think, he must be really close with uh, Genie Bus, like the owner. So I, I think he just does everything LeBron says, so they're cool, right? Yeah, yeah. I, it's just. Yeah, because with Russell Westbrook too, like such such a fascinating player. Like obviously a very like, even in his prime, he was very good, but still very flawed. Like I, I don't think that's too too. He's he's to always say. been an incredibly inefficient player, right? Yeah, like he's yeah. A, super like he he is like that um that's sort of like that second chance like second era championship Kobe, right? Where he's yeah. just like really, really inefficient, but still incredibly athletic, and still gets you. He'll he'll put up a triple double every night, but it's like, yeah. but you're not going to win games with him, <laughs> right? Because every every time he was, besides the 2011 Finals run, um, or yeah, 2011, the the, the first heat year with OKC, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Besides that, any time he was the focal point of a team, they just had no success in the playoffs, really. I mean... And even in that 2011, like, it was Kevin Durant that was, like, going off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and like, with with 2016, they had the infamous choke job uh, against the Warriors. Yeah. uh, That whole playoffs, that 2016 playoffs, special, man. That was... (laughs) And I, that's, I, that's like the best. That was the Western Conference Finals, right? It's like the yeah, best Western Conference Finals of all time. Yeah, remember it was the exact same time to the war. Like, yeah, we'll forget about the Western Conference Finals with uh, KD and the Thunder. But um, and, I mean, and that was they had it was um, they they still had Harden at that point, right? No, no, no. They had already traded, traded Harden away. They traded Harden like in 2012 13 who was their third player that year that they had uh steven adams was a big contributor uh uh, uh remember enos Cantor? they had the twin towers yeah enos Cantor. They, they had the two big centers um was uh uh was uh what's his face still on the team um serge Ibaka, was he still on the yeah team? They, it was serge Ibaka that okay. they still had yeah 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 so yeah that yeah with with that team like and he won the MVP despite being an inefficient, like stat hunting player. Which, obviously, like you're you're stat hunting a little bit, but you're still doing it. So I know it's like a gray area, but uh, um, yeah, man, like so fascinating. One MVP. Uh, I mean, how many All, all NBAs does he have? Like, <laughs> oh, it's just like so many. Like multiple, he has like multiple, every accolade yeah. but a championship. Yeah, like. I, you know, maybe I, you know, at this point in his career, barring a massive just turnaround, um, you know, hopefully he can be like an efficient end of bench guy that plays hard defense. 
he he's never gonna be that like because like you look at Mello now right and Mello made mm-hmm. that transition like Mello had those years where like nobody wanted to deal with him because he was always shooting he wasn't yeah. Mello anymore but he just w- refused to be a bench guy and eventually he went away for a little bit came back w- Westbrook's ego was just too big to not want the ball all the time yeah hey, with with regards to that just like with Mello there's gonna be a come there's gonna be a point where some coach or league executive or team executives can be like, like, we're not signing you unless you like know, like, you know, your role. And so, uh, yeah, it just, when he, when well, it comes getting, to that decision, he's going to get like $50 million from the Lakers next year. Right. <laughs> Something like that. And then, but then I think he's gone. Yeah. And then then he'll probably like, he could just retire. Yeah. Which I mean, if he retired, I, you know, you know, obviously an incredible career. Uh, I still, I, th- I still think it would be too early. I mean, he's what only 32, 33. Yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll, he, some team will sign him. Right. D- dude. He, he'll end like, up on like the Sacramento Kings or something doing nothing, but some team will sign him. Um, there was like some rumor. I don't know how true they were valid, but there were some rumors that like the Pacers should have gone after him or go after him this off season. And with that like, contract, no fucking way, dude. No fucking no way. way. Like w- with how bad we are now, let alone taking on that asset and con- like, I, dude, if we traded for Russell Westbrook, I I would like resign from being a Pacers <laughs> fan. I'd be like, I'm out. I that would be awful. So yeah, I think I think they just have to write it out next year, which yeah. sucks for LeBron because Le- LeBron probably just ended up forcing his way out, right? Like wait, like what he normally does. Is he's what thirty eight? Is he thirty eight already, or is he thirty seven? Either thirty seven, thirty eight. He's he's almost forty. Yeah, he'll be thirty eight by the start of the season. I'm pretty sure. And so he's got one year left on the Lakers deal. So, like, uh, yeah, like you're LeBron. Like, are you like, yeah, I'm gonna waste? You're thirty. Like, you know, the older you get, like, I don't. You know, he LeBron is a freaking superhuman, but you know, the older you get, like you're just more prone to injuries. Obviously he has like 60,000 plus minutes logged yeah. in his NBA career, like insane. insane it's like that team, and, that team just can't win a championship with what they have right now. Yeah. It, it's going to be hard to see them with this roster, you know, and, and Grant, we don't even know who their coach is yet. Right. Like they could, true. they could hire just some dude that completely whiffs and, it sucks. That's gonna be interesting. Like, who's gonna who's gonna sign up to be the coach now, when you only have one year of LeBron, maybe, and <laughs> and like, you have to deal after, with Russell Westbrook, and like, and, and barring if any of that goes well, like they probably leave, and you have a team with no talent and no draft capital, like no assets. Like, yeah, the Lakers are looking rough. Uh, next couple of years that's like hiring an assistant coach right that's what you're gonna have seriously, to do there seriously like like i i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do like again granted they kind of messed around for 10 years and then lebron just fell on their lap so maybe that'll happen <laughs> again i don't know but yeah man wild wild stuff what do you uh what do you think the future of the pacers is gonna look like so uh, I, I had a lot of time to think about this over the last year regular season because, uh, you know, the 
literally this is the first time we've had a single digit draft pick since 1989 like bro i'm i wasn't even i wasn't even born yet dude was that reggie miller yeah yeah (laughs) and so and so like we're just in completely uncharted territory with with this draft let alone like where the team is at um i think like uh since like 2000 the pacers had like this third or fourth most most playoff appearances like they were just always able to get in the mix obviously to varying degrees of playoff success but they were always able to get in that mix um uh, yeah like 24 seasons in a row of like uh, uh over 500 winning percentage in the like it for home games like they were just always able to be a tough competitive team at at some level my whole life now that they really really suck uh right now i'm enjo- i'm just enjoying the new territory i'm like oh like i don't have to care quote unquote yeah you know if they beat the if they if they beat the um the wizards tonight like i don't have to you know i don't have to get re- I, i'll obviously keep track on my phone or whatever but like i don't have to get emotionally invested a little bit to, to a higher degree um you know my hopeful outcome for the pacers obviously is to win a championship uh you know at least once in my lifetime um i i just like in a grant grant it's a complete pipe dream i just look at the warriors like they sucked for 40 years and then they drafted like all these incredible players back to back to back. Yeah. And now they're like, historically now they're one of the best teams ever just because of the success they've had in the last 10 years. So that's, that's kind of like, you know, the ideal situation is like, Oh, if you know, maybe Tyrese, maybe not, but whoever we get in this draft, if we can continue to suck and accrue assets, you know, the next year, next two years, like, um, that you guys have the potential to have a really good, roster right like you have lance stevenson buddy healed uh, that's decent um, i i really like buddy healed um i think ricky yeah. Ru- i think ricky rubio is actually like sneaky really good yeah um, he's coming off the what acl yeah injury? i think it's an acl right um and uh how old is he now at this point like he's, he's been in the league for a long time but he's still kind of young because he like came in when he was like 18 or something so he was uh, but he was putting up like i mean it'll depend on how he comes back for the injury but just like the last couple years he was playing really well yeah and well because there was that interview i think i don't know if it was at the start of this season with the Cavs or when he got hurt but like he said he was at a point in his life with family and career that like if he can go home oh yeah uh and be more be more closer to his family um still make good money so be competitive in um you know the euro league or whatever like he might choose that over being you know on the you know pacers apparent or you know the pacers and making a little bit more money but maybe not competing yeah or you know stuff like that so i i don't know what, what what's going on with him because there were rumors that we were gonna si- or the pacers were gonna sign rubio like a year or two ago and at the time i was like i don't know like you know he's never been on a a winning environment but then um because individually he's always been a pretty nice player uh and then and then with the you know the jazz a little bit and then uh with the Cavs, like he, he's shown that he can contribute a little bit to like successful teams granted yeah. you know the Cavs, you know 
they they had a lot of injuries and stuff, but you know, if they kept on that trajectory, they might have been like a five seed or something like that. But they had they kind of took a downturn towards the end of the season. But yeah, that the, with the Pacers, the goal is like, you know, we just somehow luck into drafting. Are there any players in the draft that you're like really hoping you get? I so <laughs> with the draft, I'm not getting invested in all the the mock stuff until I know what pick we have. Because I don't want to be looking at the number one and then we get like the like bar like there's still a range depending on how the lottery balls play out. Like we could get nine if if yeah literally luck goes our way against our way. So I'm like I, I'm kind of I'm obviously looking at a lot of the top the top picks, but I it's again I'm 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 hedging my emotional bet and like I don't want to get too invested in like some of the top players if like we <laughs> just yeah you end up not oh even with the great pick that would that would suck. And, so and granted much. obviously like steph curry he got drafted what like nine or something it was, yeah it they, was they not, got they got him fairly fairly late like he was yeah. not like kobe was highest. like 13 like you can get a legit legendary player in that range um so uh yeah that that's the goal and uh you know one championship in my lifetime you know hopefully i live to <laughs> be like 80 years old or something so you know one in 80 years it's come on you, you can be do nice. that once i am i am lucky <laughs> enough to have been like a fan like none of the teams i'm a fan of haven't won a championship in my lifetime right like i got to see the seahawks win one lose one mm-hmm. um the giants san francisco giants won three in five years that was pretty sick right oh yeah <laughs> yeah dynasty man yeah and like basketball, like I've, I've just been like I root for California teams normally. So like when I was a kid, I got to see the Lakers three p. That was sick. Wow. And then, um, you know, when I was uh, when I was an adult, the Warriors started popping off, and you know mm-hmm. we, cl- we claim those. <laughs> <laughs> They're fun to play, like or fun to watch. Uh, there, that that is the main thing about like the Warriors. Why like if I had to pick a team that I would say is my NBA team, even though like I I. Don't follow basketball super closely. I only watch the playoffs. I don't have a yeah. basketball team, but if I had to pick one, it'd be the Warriors because yeah. like love Steph and Clay. Like secretly, like Clay Thompson might be my favorite player in the NBA. I love that. Guy. Oh, dude, I'll, I'll never forget. I went to a Pacers Warriors game. Was it 2013, 2014? It was like one of the years the Pacers were like really, really good, and this was like right before. Uh, the Warriors had truly ascended in that 2015 season, mm. 2014, 2015 season. And um, see, seeing it was like a, kind of like a prelude, like Curry went off, Clay went off, Clay hit this like clutch back. Like he like backed down George Hill and then did like a fadeaway jumper on the baseline. Like I'll never forget seeing this. Like I was like, I, I was shocked at the time, but now obviously I'm like, Oh my gosh, these are like two of the best shooters of all time. Yeah. Like, they had Bogut still, Draymond, and like so much depth at that for that team. Like, um, yeah, man, they're 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 fun to watch. I, I love. So some people hate it, but I love watching that style of basketball. It's just. So I do too. I don't get why people don't like the three pointer. Like I That's love so silky, bro. Those. Yeah, so I mean, like obviously, like down? you know, there's a difference between you're watching like Steph and Clay do that versus like, you know, like that Oklahoma City Thunder team a couple of years ago that was just like brick and threes every night. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Or I mean like, I mean Harden Harden on the Rockets was like the worst example of that style of basketball. Right. Cause he would just sit at the three point line, dribble a bunch, draw a foul. 
Like, that was terrible. But, like, when the Warriors do it, especially because, like, the Warriors made the ball movements the thing, right? Just, oh, like, yeah. Steph Curry just sprinting around through the entire <laughs> shot clock until there's one second left, and then mm-hmm. he just hits a contested three. So, so sick. With with the Rockets, like, yeah, like, Harden's personal play style isn't, like, the most, like, enjoy like enjoyable and natural to watch. They were just... They, Literally with Maury, they were just like so freaking efficient with like the analytics on their shots. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I I'll never get during the 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 Harden years like seeing the heat map, like <laughs> especially with the co- contrasting to the Pacers, like uh, uh, with McMillan, like we we ruled the mid range, like we were we were zigging yeah. when everyone was zagging, <laughs> like which which, which was kind of fun, like because. Mid-ra- the mid-range game is fun to watch, right? Backing people oh, yeah. down, hitting fadeaways and stuff. Like, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. And But, like, literally the heat map for the Rockets Just, was, like, like corner threes under the, hoop, under the under rim. The yeah, and then all along the three-point line. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, so, and, oh, man. Yeah, it was, that, like, Clint Capella. Scene. Clint Capella deep under the, under the rim. And then those James Harden corner threes, right? That's all it was. That Rockets team in 18, dude. That's, like, one of the best teams of all time. Yeah, they just went up against literally one of the better teams of all time. And with, then uh, the that was the Warriors. year Chris Paul got hurt too, right? In the yeah, playoffs he had, against he had the, the Warriors, yeah, injury. And that was was that the same year where they missed twenty seven threes? Yeah, yeah. That was so like they went so cold. Yeah, like they 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 should have advanced. And so yeah, like that that like yeah. Like obviously they didn't get the success they were looking for, but man, that year they won like what sixty five games or something. It's the Chris Paul curse, man. Yeah, yeah. Which man, I mean, Chris Paul has done it like multiple times, and he might do it again this year. Be on the best team in the NBA, and then you get to the playoffs and just fall apart at some point. Like that's Chris Paul, man. Yeah, yeah. With 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 the the Suns, yeah, I'm I'm rooting for them too. I just think the Warriors are are better, but. Um, yeah, as a as a team with no championships, like <laughs> I, I would love for the Suns to win, man. Because like 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 with like you know with the Colts in, in the NFL, like the Colts could suck forever, but I'll still hold on to that 2006 <laughs> Super Bowl against Rex Grossman. Man, I'm holding on to that for dear life. <laughs> so yeah, you know, you just got you just got to get one. All right, I guess we gotta wrap it up. You gotta stream, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah. In a few All minutes. right. Well, I mean, do it for the podcast portion. People listen to the podcast. Give us your plugs. Uh, yeah. So I stream like five times a week, roughly, on Twitch.tv/slash/JimTasty. Uh, um, I play like a lot of uh, shooters, first-person shooters, battle royales. Uh, sometimes I'll play like hit single-player games, like Elden Ring. <laughs> sometimes we'll play retro games, like. Uh, Star Wars, of course, Unleashed. And then uh, I also am uh, part of a group called Shared Screens where we do a lot of pop culture content. Uh, right now we're uh, getting in on that Moon Knight action, which uh, I've personally been enjoying uh, seeing Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke do their thing. And so, yeah, uh, youtube.com slash shared screens. Check us out, man. A lot of, a lot of cool stuff. Uh, you know, we get, we get into it, but we get silly too. So it's, you know, the best of both worlds. But yeah, those are two places you can find me. 
Yeah, make sure you check out uh, Brett's stream because sometimes I'll pop in there and just troll him that Reggie Miller wasn't that good. It's very entertaining. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll call this one a wrap. Uh, just like, follow the podcast, all that stuff. Give us a good rating and stuff. It's a Jose Ruckus Sports Podcast, all right? It's a weekly show. We're talking about the sports. And uh, there'll be other shows on this network eventually. But for now, that's all there is. All right. All right. <laughs>